Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Or good morning, whatever time you're listening. <laughs> it's Adrian here, and it's about time we we re- revisited an earlier pod. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Before we do that, let's introduce the people in the room. So we've got Dilsey. Hello. <laughs> we've got Rob. Hey. And of course, Keith. Hello. So a few weeks, maybe months back, we did a podcast on. Um, well, me and Dylan got hold of our Uber peripherals. We basically just did like a heart-to-heart thing, didn't we? We, did. we just, like, it all came out. We just kind of, you know, it's been a while to, since we had a bit of a heart-to-heart and we just yeah. kind of spilt it. We just spilt our guts. We did. But it was mostly about CD peripherals. <laughs> it really was. It was an emotional pod. It was a pretty emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Good feedback, actually. Loads of people did enjoy that pod, I think. I think because a lot of people don't have these machines and I think they were just liking us talking about them, so we're going to talk about them again. Yeah. We've had a bit... Well, we, well, the machines we're talking about, of course, are the good old Jaguar CD. And rare, 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 mega rare, and of course the Sega CD slash Mega CD less rare, less rare. But we're we're ably joined today. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rob joined us a little bit, but now he's here in full. Yep, and Keith is here in <laughs> oh, full. Oh no, in full, <laughs> not just in part. In, in full. full, I'm fully in here. Full. So it's less mano un mano, more like. Four-way action. <laughs> We've got the Jags. <laughs> okay, it's a gang. Have you got any other random CD peripherals you, you've added onto your consoles out of interest? Could, any other? Uh, let me just think. No. <laughs> Keith just likes CD-based consoles. Oh, yeah. I wish I could say Neo Geo CD, CD, oh. but um, we did we talk about Amiga CD at any point? Oh, CD32. Oh. I really want one. I know. Mm. Me too. I've toyed with the idea of getting one, but it's just it's not worth the money. No. I wonder. It's actually. too expensive, man. One thing, yeah, one, one of the things I really coveted was the CD drive for the Amiga 1200, thus turning it into a CD32. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone, I think even less people bought those than mm. they bought CD32s. So, 
if someone could magic up one of those for me, <laughs> yeah. that would be quite nice. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Thank you. Well, let, let's stick to the two that we know about. Let's stick to the Before two we get into about. it, then, Abe, oh, the big question, which I know everyone at home wants to ask. Yeah. Is the Jaguar CD still working? No, it's broken. No, it's still working. It's working. <laughs> it's working. Touch wood. It's working. Good. Because um, Adrian touched wood, so that means it will continue to work. <laughs> yeah, forever. That's how it works. I mean, to be fair, if you had a Jaguar CD, would you give it much use? Go- Ooh. Oh, come on, Rob. We're barely, in- We're barely a couple of minutes into the podcast. He's already adding the I can hear the listeners actually shouting at Rob now. Oh. Get off the pod. Get off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the pod. <laughs> it's rare. They don't have one either. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I reveal, actually, let's do a little quick question. How many, apparently, it's never been fully confirmed, I think, but how many Jag CDs were ever made? And remember, were you listening was carefully? It, was it 25,000? I was going to thought you did something 25,000? No, 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 25,000? 25, Not it? a bad guess. Or, what do you reckon, Rob? Was it, it was less. Was it, it was something like 12,000, I think you said. Deals. 10, I think it was 10, wasn't it? 20,000, I think. Oh, there you go. 20,000, oh, apparently. Okay. But again, when no one's knows totally, but how many of those still work? Half. <laughs> half. Half. Just half the numbers and half it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll kick off a, a little story. It's not quite the epic tale of how I got the Jag CD in the first place. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say a few letters. E-B-A-Y. eBay. Oh. That's good because I can't spell. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see the gears turning. There. <laughs> all right, now, oh. We've all got eBay. We've all got eBay accounts. For us retro gamers, what's our quick views of eBay? Do we like it? <laughs> Ten years ago, it was a gold mine. Oh, yeah. I got so much stuff there for nothing. Yeah. Now it's ridiculous. Well, look, there are too you, many. People. Did you guys see that thing I tweeted the other day? The uh, it was a PlayStation One. DualShock oh, controller, yes, brand, a bit brand new, still in its box. Um, it was on eBay for fifteen hundred yeah, pounds. Thanks for showing me that because I bought that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> link up. What a bargain! It's just, there's too many people trying to make money out of retro gaming. Yeah. I guess this is another another podcast, but it Ooh. is because a lot of our Twitter buddies have pointed out that they'll be in for bids for something, put reasonable yeah. bid on it, get usurped at the last minute by these kind of. Not unscrupulous sellers, mm. they've just been dicks essentially. And Mark putting the same listing, winning the thing, mm. putting the same listing back on, putting very rare next to it, yeah. like tripling the price, quadrupling the price. But people go for it because mm. obviously they missed the initial auction on the yeah. thing. Yeah. These guys have got it, and then obviously they're making a business. You out can, of it, you which... can still get a bargain. Well, on eBay. you can, but you really have to. You got to go. You have to be lucky. You got to go weird times. You gotta be like times when like America is sleeping or times like we're yeah. sleeping and stuff. Like you can't go at peak times, you'll just get ripped off. Yeah, I think searching is the kind of optimal thing. If mm. you go in for something at a time when no one else is looking for it, yeah. then it's little things as well. Okay. Sometimes people don't know what they've got. I remember, you know, when I bought the twin sticks with the Saturn mm. all of the like the Saturn peripherals have got like an HSS number. And if you put that in, you'd get more results. Oh. And they'd be like a different price and because people don't yeah. really know what they're describing it as, and they go, oh, there's got this number on it, I'll put that on. Yeah. It's just little things like that, but you do it, you have to work for a bargain on eBay. Misspellings. Yeah. I yeah. That's the other kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Non tondo or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my non tondo. <laughs> Me, new. <laughs> but another thing is, like, you know, just randomly go on eBay, go mm. for like the, the earliest, well, the, the ending is soonest mm. auctions mm. and just pray. Oh, well, okay. There's something oh. there that's a power. The spelling mistake thing is definitely one to, to check out though. Yeah. You know that, um, you know, I've got that John Elway framed Bronco mm. shirt. That, 
Bronco shirt was listed under John Ule. John Ule? <laughs> yeah. Who's he? And I got it for like 15 quid. Oh my wow. God. So Maybe he's like a player yeah. or something. <laughs> but that, those two letters are the wrong way around. So, you know. You're 100% sure it is Elway, not Ule. Ule. <laughs> I'm going to go home and check now. Check for authenticity. Uleway or the highway. So, yeah, um, I suppose just to surmise, uh, our views on eBay are mixed. Yeah, <laughs> mixed well, views. Look, if you look on my search results on eBay, you'll see Jaguar and Jaguar CD. <laughs> That's my search. <laughs> They're my searches. I mean, they're the only searches you've ever done on eBay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, I have a little look. A little, I wasn't really looking to spend money because you know money's tight these days. But I saw a couple of Jag games, double, you know, all on the same list, and two Jag games. There's a lot of Jag CD games out there because there are a just, lot. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind now. <laughs> Come on, then. I went looking for Jaguar stuff the other day on what? eBay. <laughs> Say what? Because I really wanted one. <laughs> So I put in Jaguar. God, console. man, what's gone into you? Jaguar CD, Atari Jaguar CD, Atari, 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 Atari. And I didn't come across anything. But you said there was only like 10 or 11 CD games. I found loads on there. I think like loads of homebrew ones. There's loads of homebrews. Official games, I think there's, I think there's actually 13 actually, if I'm being honest. But, but yeah, there's lots of half done games and ST ports. They're all pretty cheap. Like you can really rack them up. You can really rack them up. But. but there's not many official games, and I saw a certain VidGrid and Blue Lightning on the same listing. I'm sure going to tell us a story about those two. Well, it's like a 10-day listing. I thought, well, I might as well chuck a few a few pounds on. Actually, you know, you you put a bid on, and um, if, if, if you put 30 pounds on, for example, which I did put on, it goes to the lowest, doesn't it, the... Yeah. I don't know how he explains it. But it goes to the lowest above the last bid yeah. and then keeps on increasing your bid so, when other people do it. I charged it on there. I, I could have waited right to the end, but I thought, I'm going to forget. I put, mm. it was 350. Then the next day it was 350. Oh. Then the next day it was 350. Oh. And this story's going to get really fun, isn't it? The next day it was 350. And I, I remember going, whoa, I'm, I thought my phone would be beeping by now, like, sorry, being outbid and stuff. But I, I got the old beep a few days later and guess what happened? I won both these games for three pound fifty. Shut up. Free postage as well. Together, together. Oh, that really? is mad. Blue Lightning and VidGrid. So, uh, and and I'm sure you did your research. How much do they normally go for? If you were to right. buy them, like not... if that, someone did like a buy it now, yeah. What if do you they... buy it now, I'd say they're about twenty or thirty pounds each usually. Damn. So that's not bad. They they are actually the two two packing titles. If you get a Jag CD, I suppose with that's the thing though, because mm. there's so few Jag CDs. Yeah. If you get lucky at a time when. Yeah. None of the other five Jag CD owners are looking for games. Then, well, exactly. Um, so that's that's a, that a huge bargain, actually. That was a huge bargain. I was really happy to get VidGrid and Blue Lightning, baby. And that was obviously adding to my um, Battle Morph and Mist as well, which Battle Morph is amazing. If you guys missed yeah. the other podcast, we were basically just saying how amazing it was. That's what we said, didn't it? About a hundred times. I think yeah, that whole podcast was just used just <laughs> yelling Battle Morph on, uh, <laughs> on repeat. Battle Morph. <laughs> Do you want to hear a bit about the two games, actually? Yeah, because but going on the title, I have literally no idea what kind of game VidGrid is. VidGrid. Ah, well, ah. the reason I was a bit... I, I almost jumped out of my seat because Rob grabbed the game. I wanted to play a little game with him, with this certain VidGrid. Oh, was Rob's so project, He, might, he yeah. might have ruined the game. <laughs> really. That was my fault. I passed it to him. Oh, <laughs> you better. We'll, we'll do it. We, Rob can pretend he didn't read anything. I didn't read anything. <laughs> he literally snatched it out of my hand. <laughs> it's so dark in here, he couldn't even read exactly. it anyway. So, have you guys ever heard of VidGrid and Blue Lightning before? Yes. I, I, I mean, when you talked about them. Yeah. yeah. No, I've heard of Black Lightning and Blue Thunder, but not Blue Lightning. Do you want to hear a bit about them? 
Yes. We'll start with Vidgrid. Vidgrid is, is the tile matching full motion video puzzle game originally developed and published by Jasmine Multimedia Publishing for Windows in 1994. I believe, uh, Vidgrid, uh, yeah, it was later ported for the Atari Jaguar CD by High Voltage Software in 1995, where it was included alongside Blue Lightning as one of the pack in games. Um, so it's one of the launch titles. I mentioned their high voltage software. What other games did they make for the Jaguar? Any ideas? For the Jaguar or the Jaguar CD? Uh, well, actually, they made um, well no, they, they, more for the Jaguar. They, they some of the Jag CD games never actually finished. To be fair, firstly, they deserve an award for persisting with the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> they do. Um, they d- definitely rings a bell, but I can't, I can't, I can't pick them out. Well, I've, I've covered one on the pod before. Just saying. Uh, just hashtag just saying. <laughs> just saying. White men can't jump. Yep. Ah. So they're, they're, they are the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great game. But they also yes. made NBA Jam Tournament Edition. So there you go. For the Jaguar. Jag, the Jaguar. Well, they ported. They ported it. Yeah, yeah they ported not it. Give them too they much ported credit. it and then realized it's a much better game than White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> They're like, no, we but, our original game is worse than this. <laughs> they also made Ru- Runa Pinball. Another, a good pinball game on the Jag, actually. I've got that. Very good. Um, and Fight for Life. They helped okay. make as well, which is a very good game as yeah, well. Fight for life. Um, all published by Atari. I think Atari helped them finish a few of these games, but it was originally kind of developed by High Voltage. Um, and they were also, after Vidgrid, they did start work on Country Vidgrid and Kid Vidgrid. Country Vidgrid. Yeah, I know. Maybe you better tell us what Vidgrid is <gasps> yeah, before. Right. Do you want, I've, I've stolen this one. Do you want to hear a bit of a, the, the blurb of the game? Yes. Rock to the beat of your favourite tunes while you try to unscramble the music video. Try a sample three by three scramble or challenge yourself to a six by six and flip the tiles if you're good enough. If you finish uh, the video before time runs out, replay the video, try to beat your previous time or go to the next video. This game is a must for music video enthusiasts. As long as you like the music you're listening yeah. to but no. you're playing it. And it features full-length, uncut videos from some of your favourite artists. Oh, go on. Who are? Well, this, come this on. is going to be the game. Are you ready? Our, um, what year did it come out? Well, exactly what I was about 95, but obviously I think it was a port from 94. You guys really shouldn't look at the box because their names are all over the front okay, of I'm the re- box. Oh, I'm not looking at the box. I um, will, I'll tell you what, I'll read out some of the bands... And you've got to tell me what, what title song you think's on there. Or do you want to, what bands do you reckon's on it, actually? Give me some names. Um, th- what country was 95. this game made in? I think it's a US title. US title. And 1994, 95. Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm, no. no. I Please, no. It's going to be lower grade, like, late grunge bands, like um, Candlebox. Nope. And Bush. Nope. Um, There's some big names here. Bush. Temple Pilots. You'd be surprised. There's some big names. Just saying. Live. Bigger than Bush. Bigger than Bush. <laughs> live? No. Bigger than live? Bigger uh, than is live. Rob on the right track with the type of bands? They're, like, they're, they're, they're rock mm, and, 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 and metal. Mm, and, yeah. Alice yeah. in Chains? Just reading. No. Poppy. Midnight. Oh. Okay, you, you tell us go on, the, go on. the, the names. Aerosmith was one of the bands on oh, here. Wow. Poppy. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go with Crazy. Uh, no. But I want to see Alicia Silverstone and Liv Tyler. Yeah. Something a bit more up-tempo for like a puzzle game. <laughs> Loving in the right. love it That was like years before. Crying. Oh, what? Right. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Beat than crazy. <laughs> I was wrong. Go How on. about... All right, who else then? Um, maybe some other bands you think could be on Vid Grid. I've seen the box, so I can't Yeah, guess. Rob... Can't, sorry, didn't you know how to play? Uh, Lenny Kravitz? Uh, 
No, but although he, no, no, but this guy, this like, oh, this is the new Len, Lenny Kravitz. New Len, who was the no, new Lenny Kravitz? All right, no, I mean Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix is on there, and he's basically the new. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix is the new Lenny Kravitz. Oh, so Aid, I've got some news to break. Don't Right, what Jimmy Hendrix song do you reckon is on there? Cross Town Traffic. Nope. Sad video. Nope. Rudy Child. Nope. Are you experienced? Hey, Joe. Foxy Lady. Are you experienced? Oh, okay. Um, that, uh, not a big song. <laughs> it's, it's an Atari Jaguar game. Metallica. Right? Oh, yeah, uh, and? Huh? Metallica's Metallica. on here. Which song? Uh, Enter Sandman. Yes. There you go. Thank God, unless you like, like a, a good song. Oh, Soundgarden. Yeah. Did you say Soundgarden? Oh, oh, no, I thought they were oh, too big. 95. Soundgarden on there. Soundgarden's going to be Black Hole Sun. Yeah. yeah. Of course. No? That, that was a big video from then on. Spoonman. Okay. That would have been my second guess. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yeah, also my second guess. Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer. Oh, um, Sledgehammer. I would have loved it. Nice. Very 80s. I was going to guess yeah. Steam, which is one of the worst music videos ever released. Because, you know... If you've seen Steam with the terrible CGI graphics, yes, it would have been I perfect have. for yeah. Jaguar. And yeah. you would love to see Steam in tile form, shuffled around. It's better than <laughs> seeing it in its actual form. <laughs> We've also got Guns N' Roses. Not November Rain. Yeah, November Rain, believe it or not. Oh, uh, Van Halen. Oh, Jump. Jump. Right now. Ozzy oh, Oz. I know. Oh, that's the Van Hagar one of the early nineties, uh, where like okay. they have all these slogans on the screen and Love like Van yeah. Hagar. Yes. Van and Hagar. it's like something is happening right now, and, it's, and you're meant to look at it and go, "Oh, that's really deep." <laughs> I, oh. I, that's not. I found that, that particular song really hard to shuffle because the, the words it, oh, it's terrible. I just couldn't get it working. <laughs> that's such a terrible idea. <laughs> and uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Bark of the Moon, No More Tears. And, and the last band, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, give it away. Give it away now. So there you go. Vidgrid. It's an intro. Do you know what, guys? When I played it, I thought, I've never played a game like this ever before. Can I look at the box now? You can look at the <laughs> box now. And I, I quite liked it because, you know, some of the songs were pretty cool. Others are a bit naff. But it's just a fun game. Different. I thought it was quite original. So I actually, you know what? I quite like Vidgrid. And it's taken that whole kind of, cause like people used to love those mosaic-y, yeah. slidey, tiley games. And the, and but these are moving images. They move. I know. That's, dude, I'm, and, I'm but, agreeing with you. It's a great idea. But once you, once you fix, once you fix the music video, that's quite, so if you really, if you love the song, you, you, the pressure's to f- stop the song as quick as possible. That's the only problem. But it's so weird. Like, um, you, a puzzle game where the images are continually shifting must be so hard. Especially when you've got something like Give It Away, which is in black and white. Yeah. Or right now, which as you say is very word based. Um, I suppose it's good for difficulty though. And obviously you can do six by six as well. And there's, there's also tiles that I think they, they reverse the tiles. You have to flip them in the right way. Um, I wasn't very good at that. I tell you, I, I could, I like the old three by three. I can just about do the three by three tiles. Mm. <laughs> Considering the age, of, um, for anyone who doesn't know, they're all Jaguar CD games in these no. cardboard. No, some are these, in case you don't know guys, what else I think because those are because they were boxed in. What would you the call console. it? Would you call it like a, did you pack? Is that what you yeah, call this? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the cardboard, but considering its age and it's good quality, it's in very good condition. But a lot of Jag CD games, um, are, you can get some of them are like this kind of smallish sort of CD case yeah. size, or others are kind of long, but slightly, oh, right. yeah, longer than the normal Jag, but skinnier than Jag, uh, boxes. Very odd. Because those didn't start getting big in music until the late 90s, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. So vid grids. 
So what's 350 divided by two? Who's good at math? 175. 175, that costs Boom, me. that man. That's, that's a bargain. Um, I'll happily pay more than 175 for this grid. Would <laughs> I pay, pay two English pounds? <laughs> would I pay 175 for Blue Lightning? No. No. Blue Lightning. <laughs> it looks amazing on the back. Oh, is it lovely? I mean, the oh. screenshots look like, dare I say it, as good as Battle Morph. It, well, it looks as good as Battle Morph, dude. Looks it's like a glorified okay. version yeah, of Tough Gun on the NES. <laughs> yeah. Right, do you want to hear a bit more about Blue Lightning? Blue Lightning is a JAG CD exclusive. Ooh. You can only get it on the JAG CD. Uh, but, well, it is a remake of the Epic's 1989 Atari Lynx title of the same name. So the Lynx is very, the game is obviously very different. It's a complete remake. Um, developed by Attention to Detail Limited. What a great name. <laughs> Attention to Detail. <laughs> so do you want the, uh, at the blurb for the game? Blurb me. Are you ready for this? A top UN general named Draco has be, has gone renegade. Ivan Draco? Ivan Drago. Dra- Ivan Draco. Yeah. Has, it just fell out. You've, you've, I've got you've, it. It fell. In? No, Battlemorph is in here as yeah, well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, my blazing. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian can't go anywhere without Battlemorph. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it everywhere we go. It takes it everywhere. So here we go. <laughs> a top UN general named Draco has gone renegade. As a member of the UN's Blue Lightning Squad, you must stop him from organizing a global crime empire. And, and holding the world for ransom. Use a multinational selection of deadly fighter and attack aircraft to stop Draco's military force. Only you can stand between Draco and world domination. So seven different modern aircraft to choose from, including the R-14A Tomcat, uh, MIG-29 Falkron. MIG. MIG, there you go. <laughs> and the A-10 Thunderbolt. Two, there you go. And you can use Gatling guns, missiles, cluster bombs and more. 40 different air combat and ground missions, over 20 different full motion 3D men, uh, rendered movies, and you can save the progress of up to five different pilots. Ooh. And CD quality music. Of course. There you go. That's Blue Lightning. It you. looks and sounds cool. I did not play very well. Tell oh, us more. You know, I've, I've heard the reviews before I played it, and I gave it a go, and it's just, it's just poor controls. And the graphics are shoddy. I just, I didn't like the gameplay. No, I didn't like it at all. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how bad a game must be if it's on the Jaguar and Adrian has nothing nice to say about it. <laughs> True. This was like, there was an entire episode of this where you tried to defend White Men Can't Jump. Yep. Which is easily in the top five worst games I've ever played on any system. <laughs> yeah, it is bad. Well, yeah. No redeeming features. Actually, some of the cutscenes are pretty cool. You know, that's like CD quality cutscenes, FMV baby, um, and that's taking advantage of the Jag CD. But do you know what, guys? Little little taster. I, I managed to get in contact with one of the artists of this game. Uh-huh. What did he have to say? <laughs> she, he or she? she. Oh, I was going to say. I hope it wasn't. See? Listen to our podcast. Listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. <laughs> Kirsty Louise Heard, and, and it, uh, the podcast is not on the site quite yet. I believe it'll be on quite soon. Oh, of course, yeah, we've got to um, up. Because yep. I give a little taste of one of the questions I asked her. Go on, this is obviously linked to Blue Lightning. So I said, "Is it true that Blue Lightning was originally supposed to be a Jag Kart game, and how easy was it to create artwork for the Jag CD?" Are you interested in this? Yeah. Blue Lightning was designed just for the Jag CD because there were rumours apparently that, that it was originally going to be a kart game. But there you go. She quashed those rumours early. Having a game for a CD meant we could produce a much more graphic-intense game. It also had unique. Uh, engine drawings, uh, the graphics as you played the game. Because we didn't have to worry about uh, fitting it on a cartridge, we had a mixture of rendered and drawn backgrounds. It was not an enjoyable experience working on the on this game. 
The game designers had a very fixed idea of how they wanted the game to look, and we clashed quite a few times over the, the course of the production. In the end, it was very stressful producing the graphics for this game, and I don't think we achieved a great result. Uh, the company had an idea that we would scan all the backgrounds in and produce 3D models for the sprites. It was such a naff idea. It just <laughs> didn't work, and it caused me a lot of headaches and heartache, as I was so unhappy, not only with the game, but with the company. The models looked great, but the scanned backgrounds looked awful. In the end, we had a mixture of drawn and scanned backgrounds. Needless to say, the game got slated, and I left the company. Look, a good, honest interview Thanks, there. And... um you know, I've got to respect Kirsty for that. You know, she, sorry, Christy there, my bad. Christy Louise, she, she, um, the rest of the interview is just as interesting. So we, you learn, you can learn more about Blue Did Lightning. Did she say later. she's known as Louise in the, in, that's in, right. I think she'd rather industry. be known as Louise in the and industry. Kirsty yeah. might just be a, a yeah, Christy. Christy, yeah. So I'm sorry. We, we're pretty <laughs> upset her now. Apologies, <laughs> Mrs. Hurd. <laughs> um, look, it's a sh- look. It's definitely Mrs. Not uh, Miss. <laughs> so, so many faux pas right now. But <laughs> Mo- moving on. Louise. But we agree, I agree with her, that Blue Lightning is not a good game. It's a shame. It is a shame. And, but, but, let's, let's change the channel a little bit. Let's look at one more sort of game. I say sort of game because in front of me, oh, oh, no. oh. <laughs> Keith is like, you can't even believe it's in this room. I can't room. believe it. Well, it's in this room right now. Friend of the site, friend of the show, good old BJ West. We spoke about him before on the old uh, Jag CD pod a while back. Uh, was the the main de- designer, the main artist, the main, the main dude behind a certain game called Black Ice White Noise. Is he a Bowie fan? I don't know. <laughs> David Bowie, who did a 90s album called Black Tie White Noise. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, well... But, I mean, do you know much about this game then, Rob? I can't remember if you on that podcast. Do a quick mm. recap, because well, that was wasn't pro- there. That was it was pre-Rob. Pre, yeah. pre, pre, pre-Rob. Pre, pre, pre-Rob. Pre, and actually, this game was pre-GTA. That's my little hint, because this probably <laughs> would I really do think this is one of the first kind of open-world games that were ever being developed. I'm talking mid to early 90s, and it, would, it was supposed to be a, a massive title for the Jag CD. Um, and it was never finished. It was like about 70% done. It, I honestly think the game was so ambitious, and I, who knows if it would have saved the bacon of of Jag City? Probably not, truthfully. Let's be honest for a minute. But it would have it would have blown away what's currently on the Jag CD. It's the best game you've never played. Basically, yeah. Basically, I mean, it, it's incredible. But I played it. Dylan's played it <laughs> because good old BJ. He's selling the the sort of the the, the, re, the revision the revisions of this game. Is they they work on your Jag CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not full games, of course. There's no real storylines. <clears throat> There's no real missions as such. You just wander around, but it's amazing. You wander around and you can kick people and you can get you your gun out and kick people. For, for, hey, for anyone who didn't listen to that podcast, and for Rob, yeah. What is Black? White? What is Black Ice White Noise? It is a, a futuristic cyberpunk. cyberpunk setting. You can play one or three characters. Um, I can't remember the names, but it's it looks it looks incredible. And uh, you know, I was eager to have a go at this game. And I is there any questions you want to know about the game, Rob? Uh, no, them at me. I go for it. Like, yeah, keep I mean, on going. It's just. It's basically GTA 3 before GTA 3 wasn't even a thing. But wasn't it, wasn't there a lot of like footage filmed for it? Yeah. So when you go around and you interact with characters, it would be like an actual film FMV scene. FMV an and they're proper yeah. actors and it, apparently a lot of that was lost, but they got some, you know, uh, BJ is quite honest with our interview on the site, uh, uh, probably about a year back now, if not a Ooh, bit yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say proper actors, do you mean like name actors? Well, no, 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 no. Or professional professional actors. Professional actors. Yes. actors. Okay. And um, I think, again, I don't want to repeat all the trivia, um, but um, Nine Inch Nails were originally attached to this. <coughs> 
to, to make a soundtrack for this game. It was a big, I think it was almost Atari's last throw the dice. Yeah. I honestly think it was their last big game. Let's put our all money into this, see what happens. And it, it's such a shame it, it was never finished. Not, never finished. And hopefully soon, just to give you guys a heads up, we might even have a little podcast with BJ in the future. He's up for it. Uh, we'll get, cool. you know, in a few months, hopefully, I'll, I'll talk to you more about this game and find out exactly what went down into even more depth. Um, but, you know, I've played it now. I, 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 you can, you can get the, the revision kit. I think there's two available. You can also buy the soundtrack. Uh, which, What's on the other one? So this one is, this is the, the guy walking around. This is the it? most up-to-date revision. I think revision 23 is the most up-to-date one, but it's a little bit more unstable. So it sometimes can break. Mm. But I thought I might as well get the, the full one, the, mm. the, the closest to the full game. Um, and you know, it, it's cut off a couple of times for me, but it just, just what, look, it's a great, it's just Look. amazing to have like an open world mm. game run on the Jaguar. I think yeah. it's like a cool, f- it's a cool thing to have, isn't it? But you must yeah. have that sense though when you play it of like, ah, oh, oh, no, what this such a been. shame it wasn't finished. Yeah, mm. and um, yeah. I feel a bit a bit sad because I still haven't found uh, that certain zebra lady that that's hidden in the game somewhere. <laughs> Is the zebra lady in that revision? Maybe I, I think so. I think so somewhere, but I haven't found her yet. So that's part of my mission: try try and find this certain lady of the night who's dressed like a zebra, believe it or not. So. <laughs> So how big is this game? You kind of talk about open world. Yeah. And why, well, again, obviously it's not complete, Rob. And you go around like a city. Um, which would be like Liberty City, pretty much. Yeah, it? but it's, it's in the future and, and you, there's, this is before cyberpunk. Before the internet, really, isn't it? But you could, you could use phones to hack into computers and stuff like that. It was watchdogs before watchdogs <laughs> was a thing. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and do, do you know what? I, it's, it's, it's such a shame that it was never finished properly. Listeners because need to Google the proverbial out of this because <laughs> it, you know it's 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 a story that we've told and needs mm. to be retold yeah tale as old as time <laughs> <laughs> exactly so black eye white and again i'm gonna keep playing it i know there's no real missions as such but i'm gonna keep wandering around and see what's going on and i think it pushes a jag cd to its max personally yep yeah yeah that's what i think it was also ambitious that they also wanted to get on one cd wasn't it <laughs> it wasn't even like a yeah. like a two cd game exactly I don't know how well the Jag CD copes with swapping discs, so I think they might have just mm. had to cram it all in one thing anyway. But real shame, real shame. One of these things that obviously a lot of games get consigned to history, unfinished games. Sorry, get consigned yeah. to history. But this one was a was a big shame. Didn't it? A bit kind of, it's kind um, of. it's it's worth checking out. Even people if you sh- have to do it. I mean, <laughs> the very few people out there who are listening to this have an Atari Jag CD. <laughs> Try and get a revision of this Black Eyes White Noise. And yeah. just play it, man. It's just, it's just so. I only played around like for five minutes around your house, but best five minutes that week, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If not that month. How much gameplay is on that? Like, um, how long could you play it for? I mean, you could wander around for hours. You could wander around for. Hours. There's loads of places you can go into different buildings. Um, there's the odd car flying around as well. All right. <laughs> a lot of things obviously don't work. So a lot of mm. the switches, a yeah. lot of the doors yeah, don't yeah. work. Yeah. Um, the combat is. Interesting. It's a um, bit choppy. I mean, the, the kicking, I think it is. The kicking and the, the punching. Punching, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and the gun, I found it hard to really accurately shoot the gun, but I'm still, I'm still fighting my feet. I don't think there was any kind of ray casting or any kind of bullets <laughs> going on with the guns, but <laughs> no. it's still I mean, fun. It's still I'm still fun. playing all the buttons and smashing buttons and doing stuff and I'll get, I'm going to keep giving it a go actually. It's drawing me in it. Keep trying to find new things. You should do your own map. You know, as you're playing it, yeah, draw you should, it like, out. Get, like, get, get a bit of graph yeah, paper yeah. and like map it all out. Should so, so you, can, like, so you can find different bits of the map. 
Do you know what? That's a good idea. I might just do that. <laughs> you should do it. And oh my god, if we put it on the site, how many people would Google that and want to see that? <laughs> um, do you know what? The other day I was listening to the old episodes and um, Adrian was talking about what well, you lot were soliciting Duke Nukem um, oh, yeah. levels. Did anyone ever submit one for that? Didn't you guys submit one? No, what? I mean you. You asked for submissions from listeners. No. Oh no, 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 no one, no one submitted anything to us. No, we're well, not important they? enough. No, but... and you, I don't think anyone's going to submit anything for Black Ice White Noise, Ooh. considering how. Um, so let's do it. Where let's it make, is? Let's make maps. Let's do it. Come on, <laughs> let's Come do on. it. And I, well, I talked to BJ about it. Maybe he's got a map already made. To be fair, you never know. Well, that's true, actually. <laughs> Just get the map from the guy himself, maybe. <laughs> well, he didn't make the game, so I, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, bet, I bet, you know, like sometimes when you go, like I have an open world game and mm. you don't look at the map, you miss like massive chunks of it because you just wander around the same kind of tiny corner of the thing. That's probably what you're doing. True. You're probably like missing out this whole like fun fair bit. It's probably like <laughs> chocobo racing and stuff. In it. You're missing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a couple more things to say, but before I forget, actually, I want to talk about the, um, the VOM on the Jag CD, the, the virtual light, uh, music thingy thing thing. Virtual the what now? Whatever VOM stands for, I don't know. I've gone a bit. My head's gone. The VOM. What is it? Virtual VOM, where you put music CDs in the jack CD, and it shows oh, it you. makes shapes. Yeah, it like the PlayStation oh, used to do it. Okay. Didn't it? okay. The I PlayStation think... did it, but the Jag CD does it better. Just saying. Okay. Because good old Jeff Minter, he designed. It's honestly absolutely oh, incredible. Right. Oh, Jeff Minter did it. Cool. Jeff okay, Minter, and he's he's uh, it's absolutely incredible. Um, the PlayStation one was good though. I mean, it's like, hey, look, I've got nothing against the PlayStation one, but I, I've heard from the bigwigs, some some important people, that <laughs> that it's not as good as the Jag CD one. The Jag CD one is, is, I don't know how Jeff did it, but it's just it moves with the music. It, it's amazing. It's worth, it, you know. And to be honest, I was thinking to myself, I, I haven't got a CD player in the house anymore. I was like, well, I do actually. You do the <laughs> Jag CD. Ah, CD. I haven't even got a CD player in my car at the moment. It plays bloody cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> so unless I start chucking the old Jag CD in my car and fits. <laughs> Adrian likes Adrian likes classic cars. I, I do. Yeah, old bangers. He collects. No, you collect classic, classic. cars. Well, I like retro, right? Yeah. Five hundred yeah. pounds. Five hundred pounds or less, isn't it? So overall, that's kind of my little story of, of the Jag CD update. Um, I'm, I'm still keeping a little beady eye open for any other sort of games mm. knocking about. Um, I've kind of hinted towards the old wife about maybe a couple of Jag CD games for Christmas as well. So we'll see if she get the hints. Mm. I keep saying baldies. <laughs> oh, yeah, baldies. 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 <laughs> Is that expensive, baldies? It's actually relatively cheap. Okay. Um, I like that because I'm actually bald. <laughs> so yeah, good old I baldies. I quite would like that game as well, even though I don't have a Jaguar. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I'm, I'm, I know it's not, it's a crazy machine. It's absolutely incredible thing, really. Uh, whether it enhances, it, whether it makes the Jag a lot more powerful is up for a debate, arguably. But I love the thing. It makes me happy it just, just throws, looking at it. Throws in even more obstacles for developers. <laughs> yeah, it? it does. Here's a Jaguar, but we're going to make it even more difficult <laughs> by having a CD peripheral that, again, I don't think you had a dev kit or anything that came with oh, it. I don't know. So they would, yeah. Well. Battlemorph is still amazing. Yeah, again, if you, Battlemorph is, is often regarded as probably the best game on the system. Full game. So much fun. It's, it's so Scottish. I mean, you're, you're never going to play it. And yeah, Keith's looking at me what? with the old... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's so all of the voiceovers because it's a Scottish dev team. Oh, well, they're all Scottish, Scottish accents. Excellent. Yeah, brilliant. Which, see, there aren't enough Scottish voiceovers in games. That's true. Which brings me nicely to the Sega Mega CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is in no way Scottish. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Nice Scottish Mega CD. I suppose um, Adrian came well prepared for this podcast. 
Um, I've not been greatly well of late, so I've not actually prepared in any way, shape or form. <laughs> so I just, but I have been playing a lot of Mega CD. What have you been playing? Well, firstly, I just tell you it's just amazing. Okay. I don't think that's, I've ever told you that, good. Keith. No, not face to face. You no. Know, I think if we're going to, you know, really bear our souls right now, I'm thinking like, <laughs> this just in. Mega CD is amazing. <laughs> it's, Hold the front page. <laughs> it's the front, front page. The thing is, like, I've, I've, I have steered clear of FMV games. Okay, so, so no corpse killer. Yeah. No, um, you haven't played, have you played corpse Rogue killer, Avenger? by the way? Why would you want to kill a corpse? I don't know anyway. No. They're dead zombies. That's, that's, the, that's the spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, I've been playing the kind of the games that were a bit more left field. Okay. Um, not like those make your own movie. You haven't played Night Trap on it. I haven't played Night Trap <laughs> on it actually. I think that, that PS4 remake that you kindly lent me yeah, was, it, I mean, was enough as far once as that is was enough, concerned. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but what have I been playing? Mm. Um, been, let's talk about Final Fight. Let's talk about Final Fight. Arcade Supposed, yeah, supposedly talking, the definitive this is the thing, version. Right, because you know, obviously with MAME and stuff, we can play the yeah, arcade yeah. version to our heart's content. It's not that far off. The mm. faces of the characters are a bit more blurry on or they've drawn them in a slightly different way on the Mega C D yeah. version. But sound wise, feel wise, it's like having that arcade cab in oh. your in your living room, and when did it come out? It would have come out with the Mega CD. 93? Mega CD was 93, right? So well, I'm going to guess the final five CD was maybe that year or year yeah. after. So it was only about four or five years after mm. the, arcade. the arcade came out. And you've got it in your room for... Nice. I would have come out like 20, 30 quid probably yeah. at the time. So very impressed with that as a conversion because I've had less favorable things to say about the SNES version. <laughs> the SNES version can only handle... Oh, dude, you could, that was our first podcast. Yeah, it, it was, was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It can only Pre-Rob. Handle, Sorry, Rob. It can only <laughs> handle three sprites on the screen at the same That's time, it. I think. Three yeah. or four. I listened so, to it the other day. <laughs> whereas, obviously, Mega CD is everything. Yeah. So, there's no limitations on that. Um, oh, the CD quality sound, the soundtrack right. And it's two-player, obviously. And it's two-player <laughs> ops. So, m- mega, mega fun. If you're going to buy an actual original copy of it, though, it goes about 70, 80 quid, I think. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it was that big a seller, because obviously the Mega CD didn't, didn't no. fly off the shelves. No. So a lot of those aren't out there. So yeah, you'd have to fork out about 70 quid for it. But I'm kind of, if I had the money, like, it's the kind of thing that I maybe might, might invest in. So, but again, no, no FMMV. It's all kind of, it's all like cut sequences and stuff cut from the, cut from the arcade. Hagar nice. sounds a bit odd, but <laughs> less said about that, the better. Um, but yeah, great. No, cool. great, great, great. Really chunky, really great. Always go back to it. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, correct me if I pronounce Sylphid. Sylphid. That's how or I've Sylphide. always said it in my mind. Sylphid. Sylphid or Sylphid? It's a p- I've always thought of it as Sylphid, but oh. Sylphide. 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 Or Sylphid. S I L S I L P H S I L P H E E D. Yeah. The PH together just always made me because say it. Because obviously being English, well, English slash British slash Lilla, we pronounce P H as F F. So we're, we're inclined to say Sylphid. Mm. Whereas it might just be two separate like, syllables. So Sylphid. Sylphid. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm not, as you know, I'm not the, the biggest shoot 'em up fan. I may be like Axelay, maybe original R type, not massive 
Gradius, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but this is amazing. I will tell you this now. And in fact, I think you can actually get a copy for about 20, 30 quid. So it's one of the cheaper, yeah, it's one of the more common, ones, the cheaper, it? more common. Cause it was so good. Lots of people bought it. Remind me what Silphied is, shape. is a top down shoot em up. Okay. But stuff kind of comes kinds of over the horizon at you. Yeah. So it's a lot like Axelay. Yeah. It's a lot like on a Galaxy Force type thing. Um, or Galaxy Force I quite like actually. Um, but it's all set over FMV and it looks amazing. So what you're kind of in space and, but you're fighting over planets and stuff and stuff is going on this planet and it kind of puts you off a bit because you see like you'll be in like your little ship but you'll come across I think one of the first bits of the first level is like a space station and you kind of comes there but then missiles from across the horizon destroy the whole thing so it's kind of exploding whilst you're kind of shooting everything around it and the whole game is just that I think a lot of Mega CD owners will moan about it because it crashes a lot Oh. Because it's continually running FMV mm. as your, uh, so it, it's not, yeah. like a lot of those other games will just load and then play a level, yep. load and then play a level. But it's constantly doing it. Silphie is constantly yeah. accessing the drive. So if you've got a slightly scratch one, I, 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 my, the dump I've got of it um, on CDR is not great. So it crashes a lot. Mm. So you, I don't care because the first level is so much fun. I don't really care. <laughs> I always keep going back to it. But because it, it just shows the FMB stuff and it does look, you know, you're thinking that's a 16-bit game. It's a 16-bit game on a CD, you know, peripheral. Yeah. But it's still, a, it's still running 16-bit and it is, it is something else. Oh. It is something else. I'd like to, I'd like to get it working all the way so I can pod up. Put, do a full podcast on it. No, I think maybe point. you could get an actual copy of it. Yeah, just buy it. It's pretty, yeah, <laughs> just, just buy it, Dills. Just stop, buy it, Dills. <laughs> stop doing this ripping thing. <laughs> stop it. Right, okay, yeah. So, so uh, Silphied, Silphied, or Silphied. Silphied versus Silkworm podcast. Silphied versus Silkworm. Um, there's also this thing about how do you pronounce Sega. Have you seen this bounding about? What well, I thought we no. de- I thought we dealt with this years ago. No, ah, <laughs> well, 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 let's let's talk because because we pronounce it Sega, right? Yeah, Sega. Um, Australians pronounce it Sega because mm-hmm. apparently when their marketing and stuff come out, the the guy who yeah I've heard this from either top was that how it was spaces on Twitter. Is that how it was advertised over there? When yeah, ah. so it basically the guy who was a response for that just said oh it's pronounced Sega because they weren't given any kind I've of I've got to be honest when we were kids when I first got um, whether it was a master yeah when we got the master system I think that's what we said in my house but then mm. me and my parents didn't know any different Damn. and I don't know at what point I picked up that that was wrong Um I'd guess either it would have been a TV ad or would have been yeah. when uh, you loaded up one of the games and it went Sega, Sega. Oh, I think the whole Sonic. Ah, uh, yeah, but that wouldn't have been till the Mega Drive. So I think through the Master System days, I probably said Sega as how well. How about how about Nike? How do you say Nike? Like that, because it's uh, named after the Greek deity. Correct, Amondo. I call it Nike. I still say Nike. You are wrong. Rob We're is wrong. right. Yeah, that's I what it, I like to hear. I kind I of, I kind <laughs> of know that I'm wrong, but it's like I say Adidas. 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 Puma. <laughs> Speed of the Puma. Anyway, anyway. Final word in that Sega thing. I can't remember who it was who tweeted about it. Um, it might have been John Robertson, but uh, I think because it's service games, isn't it? 
That's yes. what it was abbreviated from. So it should be Serga. So it's Serga. <laughs> Which just sounds wrong. Serga. 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 Anyway. Um, so Silphid versus Silphid is another podcast. <laughs> All right. So we'll do it another day. Um, I had a go at Snatcher. Did you? As I no, said, I I'm would. interested to hear about this because obviously Kojima... There was a big Kojima fan. Oh, just I love Kojima. Really... I, didn't, I do not like Snatcher. Really? You don't, li- you don't like Snatcher. Because I've, I've never played it. I've always... I don't like Snatcher. I... No, I still don't like I've it. I've always wanted to play it. So there's a version on the Saturn. Sadly, it's in Japanese. Um, so the only way of playing the English version is the Mega CD one. Uh, do you know how so... much, do you know how much it is in CEX? I saw they have, they have a PAL copy of Ooh. Snatcher. I'm going to say 90. 90? I'm going to say 100 smackaroonies. 100 smackaroonies? 150. 260 quid. There you go. <laughs> See, it's just crazy. It's that rare. Crazy. You can all, it almost tempts you to snatch it. <laughs> we don't condone, but no, no, we don't condone that, sorry. But, you know, just we to don't try. Condone those, those we don't condone jokes. those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but via the world of okay, so rips and A lot of people bunch. love it. Dill does not love it. I don't love it. Why? Um, obviously, we'll play the game a lot more mm. and we'll pod. I want to get a better rounded. Yeah, well, first impressions, though. First impressions. Um, I didn't get to the actual action bits. So, a lot of it is, it's like a point and click game without really being a point and click game. You scroll the, you don't really click on where you go. You kind of choose, it's a bit like a text game, Mm. but with graphics. Okay. Okay. All right. So, you kind of click on things and the guy does it. So, like, you go into room and then you talk to person. You kind of choose a list. It's all in list form. So it's not like um, Simon the Sorcerer or Monkey Island or something where you click on use this yeah. and click on that. Yeah. And click it. It's very kind of linear. You just so, pick from a list. And... Yeah. All you need to do is whack through the list to get to different bits of the game. I, I don't know, obviously, the way you choose it or in what order you choose it probably mm. affects the story. But it just seemed all a bit hemmed in. So I didn't get... And I think there are bits where... Uh, you're being attacked, and then I think you put, it's like a real-time events or quick-time events or something. I didn't get to that stage. I haven't actually seen more of it, right. but it was very. It felt very stunted. It didn't. The whole yeah, we like we like cyberpunk, don't we? We like all cyberpunk. We like Blackout White's noise. This is yeah. I mean, it's cyberpunk, but because it was done, because it's been uh, the cyberpunk thing has been done to death now. But well, especially back then in the mid nineties. Yeah, and it wasn't like the snatcher. It doesn't. You know, a lot of good cyberpunk stories will, like, you know, grab you there. Like, you know, really kind of... All cyberpunk stories are pretty much the same. Like, yeah. it's kind of... It's in this futuristic William Gibson kind of dark... It's always night, and... Um, it's always night, right? Mm. They're not allowed daylight. And you're, like, wearing a trench coat, thing. and there's something you have trench to get. Trench coat. Snatcher. Trench coat. There's something you have to get, you like a MacGuffin, get, in order uh-huh. to, like, to face off this evil corporation that's after it as well. Yeah. And there's, like, a foxy, dangerous woman who's kind Isn't of... Isn't um, the plot of it yeah. very Blade Runner as well? Yeah, it's Blade it's Runner-y. obviously very... Is the guy a cyborg? But... I don't know, you know? <laughs> it probably is, but... Yeah. Anyway, everyone's got to start somewhere, Kojima. Mm. You know, we love you. Everyone has to start somewhere. Um, but it didn't, I didn't, it's not, it's not leaping out at me, but you never know. If I do something like Snatcher, best video game ever made podcast, you'll know that it's actually, it's actually <laughs> changed my mind. But initially I, I, I put it, it wasn't one of those games I really want to keep playing. So I put it down pretty quickly. Ooh. Then I went to Sonic CD. Ah, Sonic CD, right? It's really odd because you've got a feeling there's a really good Sonic game under there, but you spent most of the time not knowing what the hell is going on. It's a bit like it's a bit like Snatcher. No, it's a bit <laughs> <laughs> so, Sonic Sonic CD is like Sonic 2.5, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think so. It was before Sonic 3 and it was after Sonic 2. Looks great, though. It does look great. Um, obviously, we love the intro Sonic Boom. Oh, I need to start singing then. I won't. You almost started singing. (laughs) That's only on the, I think that's, yeah, it only (laughs) does that on the, um, in, American version, I think. No way. Yeah, I think, I think on the Japanese one, the Japanese one, one. it's a different that intro. It's so good. On the Japanese one, it might be an instrumental. I think on the PAL version, it's uh, got some weird rapping, rapping. Oh, I do know yeah, that the I've game as that. a whole has a different soundtrack for Japan. And this is the thing, yeah. right? Sonic CD is divisive because of the the, the soundtrack thing. All oh, right. So I know that there's a version on the Xbox 360 where you can play whatever soundtrack you want. So you can play it mm. with oh, the US cool. soundtrack, yeah. you can play it with the Japanese soundtrack. But I think the one I've got, uh, was, is the, um, is the PAL one. I, I, I strictly made sure I got the PAL one. And it's, I, the Japan, I've had, I've had snippets of the Japanese one, it is better. Yeah. The Japanese soundtrack is better. Why would you do that? Why would you have like, different soundtracks for the same game across regions which mm. is the one that's on spotify because the full Japanese soundtrack's one, on spotify that's no, good sure i'm not sonic sure. boom the song i know is definitely on that spotify. is on there yeah um they have the full soundtrack of sonic cd i think there, it's the american one it's pretty good it's pretty good i think the japanese one is more kind of keeping in line with old like sonicy soundtracks and that mm. that's why people prefer it mm. um but, so, Sonic CD, I spent most of the time not knowing what the hell was going on, because it has this weird thing where you've got the past, present, and future. Yeah. And every time you spin something that says past, and then go too fast, you go back to the past version of that level. So you go back to exactly where you were, but, like, it's like, um, I forget which is decayed and which is, like, all nice. I think either the past is all nice and the future mm. is all kind of decayed. Uh, no, uh, past is kind of old style, then you've yeah. got... Good future and bad future. That, okay, there you go. Let's just make it. Let's make it more. more okay. yeah. Back to the future, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest issue with Sonic CD is that I couldn't work out which one you are meant to stay in the most. So what you end up doing is spinning a a thing that says past or things of future. You go down a ramp. You're Sonic. You're going down a ramp. You go. You spin dash. You do this kind of thing. You do it by accident just to get across to a platform. He starts flashing. You can't slow him down. <laughs> so you want to stay in wherever you are. You want to stay in that pass. You want to stay, I want to stay there. No, I ended up getting transported uh. to wherever I've hit before and going, what the hell am I doing here? How do I get back to this? Why are all the animal guys robots now? What is going on? <laughs> and then you just keep on, and the boss fights are really easy. Like I plowed through the game. Um, I can't. I played through the game like my foot, not my first or second go. So I don't know if it gets harder if you do it the proper way. Oh. Or, but all the boss fights are like one or two, like you have to do like one kind of thing or stay out of one area or, mm. and Robotnik either just kind of smashes himself up or, I, it, it's, it's a curious thing is Sonic CD. It's like there is a good game in there and people have said it's a good game, but I don't think it holds up. Mm. It's not holding up for me right now. Mm. So we'll have to come That's back to Sonic CD at a later date. I will have to go and have a go at it. But if someone can explain to me how it all bloody works, <laughs> um, that would be great. Cause Just watch Back to the Future. You get it then, right? Back to the Future. <laughs> um, I've been playing CD versions of my favourite games on 16-bit. So obviously NHL 94. Yay. Uh, or 93, can't remember. Which is essentially the same game. Yeah. 
no graphical improvement whatsoever. Right, it hasn't got FMV any sequences. FMV ah, sequences, yeah, which are so green, which are so grainy. grainy. Yeah. They look awful. Like it, they don't. Like obviously, EA are big into um, you know presentation mm. and stuff now. This puts them to shame, man. They like look at <laughs> if they look back at it and go, "What were we thinking, man?" But it, it doesn't. You know, if you've got the cart version. You might as well. Doesn't just, add anything. It doesn't add anything. Yeah. It really doesn't. Add. Same with FIFA. It doesn't. You know, it's a bit it cheeky, doesn't. really, isn't it? It's cheeky. EA doing like <laughs> money grab. EA How doing money grab stuff. Never, like, never been accused of that before. I think one thing I'm going to do is do like a podcast on bad FMV Mega CD games. If there's enough, if there's enough, that'll be a long one, won't it? <laughs> if there's enough, if there's enough uh, demand for it, listeners are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put I'll put myself I'll put myself requested podcast. I'll put myself through it. <laughs> Bad all. FMV on the Mega C D. Yeah. So yeah, I mean those those have been my sort of my, my Mega C D highlights nice. since since we last spoke. Um but I'm gonna keep plowing through it because there mm-hmm. obviously I, I've got access to every Mega C D game there is, so <laughs> I can just go go to town on that. But I'll see you're a little bit more restricted with your Jaguar C D stuff. There's only like thirteen games, so I'm not that restricted. <laughs> Although saying that primal Primal uh, Rage, the CD version, is ridiculous money. What are we talking? We're talking, for a box copy, good quality, maybe £300. <gasps> I mean, it's madness. And there's also another That's game. That's as much as the Jaguar CD itself. Called, I think it's called Brain Dead, And it's, um, again, it's a kind of F&V, sort of cartoony sort of game. Um, and that's going for, like, stupid money as well. It's so. crazy, right? Like, like how... If you, if you own those things from back in the 90s, yeah. if you were... Like savvy enough to get your yeah. parents to buy that, and you've kept it in your cupboard. Yeah. You can like you can like rake it in. You say savvy, but who could have ever predicted like t- almost twenty five years later they'd be worth some good money? But you buy you buy bad things. <laughs> it's like if you buy bad things because no one else buys them, they'll be worth. If you hang on long enough, they'll be worth a lot of money. It's I know it's bad bad like bad economy. <laughs> economics. 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 <laughs> Bad economics. Just economics. But, um, yeah. well, Dills, are you happy with me to chip in with a couple of little things? Yeah, I'm pretty much up? done on my kind of roundup of the old CD there. Oh, yeah. Keep playing with, we might do a part three of this in the future. I think, think we're going to have to do a part three, isn't <laughs> it? That's the way this is going. People just love the old Jag CD, <laughs> Mega CD. Um, I, I, I'll be throwing daggers if I don't do this, uh, but, on the last pod, um, before it went on, actually, I asked, I asked some Atari Age, uh, it's a forum, by the way, to give us some feedback on the Jag CD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love Atari I, Age. I read out a few last uh, time, but we, we sort of ran out of time. So I've got I'll to do about a couple more, if that's all right. Mm. Yeah, um, go for it. <laughs> we just, just talking about the price of Jag CD, uh, Ivisu, I'm probably pronouncing that one. Ivisu? Ivisu. 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 E-V-I-S-U. Yeah, the jeans um, <clears throat> brand. Well, yeah, they, 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 this person said, the prices at eBay will never stop increasing. In approximately two or three years, the last working Jag CD will break the one million dollar mark, <laughs> <laughs> followed by the the Pro Pad, which is seven hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and the chocolate CD for seven hundred sixty thousand dollars. Have you heard about this chocolate CD? No. <laughs> it was given to Atari employees, wasn't it? Yeah. 
after the mega yeah, series you was t- released, you told us about that yeah, the last time. I'm, I'm rehashing old facts, <laughs> but they gave a they gave a chocolate CD with Jag CD printed on it, and there was there's still one alive. There's still one actually out, out there apparently. No one's ate it. <laughs> I would recommend it. But and yeah, I've heard just to dispel that kind of last working Jag CD. Yeah, my my contact on Twitter. Oh, here we go. I'm um, Simon Locke. Guys, hit him up. Obviously, if you need anything fixed, he's your guy. Uh, he says that the actual um, disc reader in it. I think it's quite standard. Yeah, it's a Philips. I think it's Philips. It's a Philips something. Uh, I don't quite mean that. I might be getting it wrong. But it's so quite if easy that to, fails, mm. you can get it fixed. It's, it's not just too shabby. If, it's just if all the contacts and all that other all that other bits in it exactly. break. But the most the thing that usually goes bust on CD peripheral CD consoles is the is the disc reader, isn't it? It's, it's got to be the, gentle. It's got to be, gotta be gentle. Yeah. So yeah. So that that million pound million dollar. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And actually, the Pro Pad. Have you heard about the Pro Pad for the Jag? No. Oh my I've god! Yeah, it looks those. cool. It looks really good, but they're so rare. They are going for stupid money. Actually, ridiculous. Like two, three hundred pounds maybe for a box pro pad. Um, just a, a simple controller, really. Um, right, I've got a couple. How long do you think it's going to be before Adrian buys one of those? Not long. No, not, not long. long. Give, it no. Give it Christmas. Why do you think <laughs> I'm playing the lottery every week? Um, I've got another guy here called Linko Bitch. I like this. He says the Jag CD actually has two cartridge ports. It does when you think about it. Two cartridge well, ports. And it has one cartridge The exposed port. one for you to insert the carts into and another underneath that is used to connect to the actual console itself. When you think about it. There is a straight, there's a straight through cart held in place on the underside port and this is the edge connector you can see poking out and it plugs into the jag itself. Completely pointless info I know. Um, yeah, and actually, apparently, the Jag CD units can stack. You can actually plug a CD onto a CD unit. Can you <gasps> that? Oh god, thing? you can keep on stacking them. <laughs> he said, "I haven't bothered powering a pair up yet, though. I suspect the middle one would simply pass through the next one in the chain and not be accessible." Do you know what would happen? I reckon what would happen. Well, I've, I've got a, a, a prediction here by someone else. But what do you think would happen? My prediction would be if you had if you stacked two Jag CDs on top of each other. Yeah. The, it would try and access the middle one. Okay. Um, but obviously, if you got, if you didn't put a disc in and put the other one on top of it, you couldn't get the, <laughs> <laughs> to put a disc I, in. I actually would like to agree with Gummy Bear's opinion. What's and that? he says, or maybe you would get twice the power. <laughs> <laughs> you get 128 bits of food. <laughs> Could you imagine the power? Oh, my words. Eat that Do the math. Beyond human comprehension. <laughs> Do the math. Could you imagine? Jaguar centipede. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. that's all kinds of wrong. The wrong. human jaguar. <laughs> and, guys, this is a little bit Inception right now, but Lost Dragon. You know, we like Lost Dragon. A massive fan of the show. And it says here, listening to the podcast as I type. <laughs> He's referring to the old podcast. Within the podcast. Oh my god, we've got Inception Lost Dragon. <laughs> but he says, listen to the podcast as I type. Looking looking love it loved hearing you guys talking about buying hardware as it as it took you back to a time when you had no commitments. Tell me about it, smiley face. Oh no, oh no, no. And he said my mega CD was only a day one purchase as I was doing a lot of overtime in my full time job which I'd only recently started. Uh, I was learning to drive, but didn't own a car, was lodging with folks, so minimal rent. Very different to middle-aged me here today. Winky face. Winky face, <laughs> winky face. Um, oh, but he said, one thing I would add, the Jaguar CD VLM, which is I- I- indeed often credited to Jeff Minton's creation, was a two-man effort. <laughs> this from Jeff's website. Uh, so Jeff gets all the praise for the VLM, you know, but apparently... Atari were in the process of, de- of developing a CD-ROM add-on for the Jaguar, and me and Ian Bennett 
one of the uh, Inmos guys, flew out to Sunnydale to pitch uh, them the idea of building a VLM implementation into the CD-ROMs firmware to be involved whatever the user played an audio CD. I was in particularly good favour at Atari since Tempest 2000 had been released to a degree of critical approval. And we got, <coughs> we got the green light for, de- for developing the VOM for the add-on. It took about six months to make, with me doing all the graphical stuff and Ian writing the code to sample the audio stream and generate a frequency spectrum analysis, which I then used to drive the visuals. The re- results were very pleasing. I have very vivid memories of going into the office of Sunnydale when we were out there uh, finishing off the code <clears throat> and finding Leonard uh, Trammell playing classical music through it <laughs> and dancing ecstatically around my cube. So there you go. And he, he says here he loved the comments about the Sonic CD. So he is listening. Because <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned it in the last point. Yeah, no, no. Uh, let's, uh, but oh, said, Sonic CD. Never been a fan of it. The Mode 7 special stage used the Mega CD hardware, so it wasn't just FMV and CD music, but the special stage was poor. That ac- actually, yeah. Res- you, you respect, lost, yeah, respect to, yeah, respect, respect on that point, yeah. That, 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 and that was, that's in Sonic Mania, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was that good, they brought it to Sonic Mania. So, so, yeah, yeah. And they finished it up by saying, fantastic work, and thanks to all you guys who make the podcast. Oh, happen. bless you. Oh, <laughs> yes. Thanks. Now, guys, you know, uh, well, I do it for the love. We do it for the love, and there's loads more comments, but we'll be here all day if I read the work. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Atari age people. I think that kind of <laughs> sums it up nicely. Wraps it up. Um, that was Adrian talking about Jag CD. That was <laughs> me talking about Mega CD. Me and Rob are just sitting here, so green with envy, aren't we? Rob? <laughs> yeah. You both want one. I really wish I'd. You both want both. Sold of my these. soul for an Atari Jag CD. You want to get CD. five Jag CDs and stack them on top of each other, don't you, Keith? I can just see what happens. That's my secret plan. I mean, you <laughs> guys know domination. about. I mean, you might not know less. You probably know less about the Jag CD library, but say if you had a Mega CD, uh-huh. yeah. what would be like on your wish list? I know in no way that you've prepared for this, but yeah, what would be on your sort well, of wish list? I've always wanted to play Snatcher. Oh. And but you've kind of like. You can play it later if you want. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you have a go. Um, well, I would have said Sonic CD and Final Fight CD, but yeah. also, um, Thunderhawk. Thunderhawk. I've only seen YouTube clips of it. It looks amazing. Mm. And in fact, I w- I'll definitely get to that before the next have we, played podcast. That on the PS1, have you played Road Avenger yet? No, Road Avenger. Because I want to, I would like to try that. That looks Road fun. Of, okay. Road Avenger. Thunderhawk, both on the list. Yes. In excess, make my video. In excess, make my own video. <laughs> I'll, I'll give that a go. It's got in excess. It's one for Rob. Yeah. There's yeah. no vid grid, though, is there? That's the only problem. There's no vid grid. So, on that note, bye bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcadeattackuk. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, Take care and we'll speak to you soon.